Greetings. Thank you all for returning to this week's new study episode titled, Tribulation, The Goal of Your Faith, Part 3. I am Pastor John, welcoming our returning global audience of unchurched, self-study people, as well as those who are part of a church. For anyone looking for greater depths in God's Word with a stronger personal study, we also extend a warm welcome to all our new listeners here for the first time. Thank you all for listening. May you all be blessed of God. Please note, last week we had trouble uploading our podcast to our main host. We issued a request to have it fixed. They very quickly fixed our problem, and we were able to post last week's podcast on time. We hope this had no effect on your ability to locate us and listen. We also want to announce that we can now be found on Cirrus XM. Our growth continues. Cirrus XM purchased one of our podcast hosts and moved all their content, the vast number of podcasts, to Cirrus XM servers. So, locate us on Cirrus XM and enjoy us in or on your favorite vehicle, or in any other place you may listen to Cirrus XM. Our website will be properly updated shortly to reflect this change. May God bless you all. Thank you all for participating in listening to our podcast to generate this incredible growth. Our episode last week, Tribulation, the Goal of Our Faith, Part 2, was posted on July 9th. People I have met in my lifetime never seem to be filled with great joy while suffering various trials, and still, tribulations, even if for a short time as we perceive it to be today, in the now. However, the short time referred to here is our total life in this world compared to our eternal life as the full scale of comparison. Surely, if we live forever, then this life of many years is still very short by comparison. We should also note how others in the past understood their salvation. Barnes' New Testament notes told us the prospect which they had of the future inheritance was to them a source of the highest joy even in the midst of their many sufferings and trials. This raises the question, what is so special about our inheritance that it enabled others before us to rejoice even in the midst of persecutions and trials? Clearly, there has to be something uniquely special about our inheritance that causes such uniquely special joy to fill any believer who is aware of this inheritance. Notice also our reference verses in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 17 through 18. For our momentary light suffering is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. 
because we are not looking at what can be seen, but at what cannot be seen. For what can be seen is temporary, but what cannot be seen is eternal. Remember also the trials endured by Paul to many people would have seemed to be anything but light. They consisted of want, danger, contempt, stoning, toil, weariness, the scorn of the world, and constant exposure to death by land or by sea. Yet these trials, though continued through many years and constituting, as it were, his very life, he speaks of as, to find out more, listen to our previous episode titled, Tribulation, the Goal of Your Faith, Part 2. This week, our study is titled, Tribulation, the Goal of Your Faith, Part 3. We continue our look into the goal of our faith. Starting in verse 7, our scripture reads, Such trials show the proven character of your faith, which is much more valuable than gold, gold that is tested by fire, even though it is passing away, and will bring praise and glory and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. You have not seen him, but you love him. You do not see him now, but you believe in him, and so you rejoice with an indescribable and glorious joy, because you are attaining the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. From 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 7-9. through 9. This week we continue in verse 7. For clarity, it reads, Such trials show the proven character of your faith, which is much more valuable than gold gold that is tested by fire, even though it is passing away, and will bring praise and glory and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. This verse has a lot to look at that should now bring greater clarity on this study subject. Let us start to examine the first portion of this verse, that the trial of your faith, this is the principal end which God has in afflictive providences to try the faith of his people. So the faith of Abraham, Job, Habakkuk, and others have been tried, being much more precious than of gold that perishes. The grace of faith is much more precious than gold, since that perishes by using. But faith does not. And since it is so valuable, as not to be obtained by it, and since those that have it, though poor in the world, are rich and heirs of a kingdom, but the trying of it is abundantly more precious than gold. For not only as gold being tried in the fire is purged from its dross and is proved to be genuine and shines the brighter, so faith being tried in the fire of afflictions, is purged from unbelief, and the believer is purged from his dross and tin, 
and his iniquity is purged. And the fruit of all is to take away sin. And he is tried and proved to be a true believer. And his faith shines the more illustriously as in the above instances. Yes, the very trying of it has an influence on other graces. The great usefulness for the trying of faith works patience and that experience and that hope. From the new John Gill's exposition of the entire Bible. What I hope you understand at this point is that this comparison to gold is just that, a comparison, a sort of parable on the fly or in the moment, as it were. It is drawing a conclusion about our faith. The fire that heats the gold that gets so hot it separates the impurities therein is an analogy to our life in Christ. Our salvation in him is the gold. The impurities are akin to our spiritual impurities. In other words, those things of the flesh. Things of the flesh are impure and need to be separated from that which, in our lives, is pure. Our sin is the largest impurity that we need to be purged of. It is not immediately removed from us as some, here in America, believe. Be sure, though, Scripture tells us that while not removed, it is forgiven, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Yes, we are fully forgiven of all our sin, past, present, and future. However, that forgiveness does not change the fact that even as those forgiven and saved in Christ, we are still sinners in reality. Regardless of our maturity in Christ, we still can sin quickly. This is why Christ also forgave us of the sins we are yet to commit today and tomorrow. Why is our faith more precious than gold? The grace of faith is much more precious than gold, since that perishes by using, but faith does not. And since it is so valuable as not to be obtained by it, and since those that have it, though poor in this world, are rich and heirs of a kingdom, but the trying of it is abundantly more precious than gold. For not only as gold being tried in the fire is purged from its dross and is proved to be genuine and shines the brighter, so faith, being tried in the fire of afflictions, is purged from unbelief, and the believer is purged from his dross and tin, and his iniquity is purged, and the fruit of all is to take away sin. Even though we are sinners saved in Christ, while not all of sin unto perfection here in this life, we can rid ourselves of sin and its work in us. Notice this statement from commentary. So faith, 
being tried in the fire of affliction is purged from unbelief, and the believer is purged from his dross and tin, and his iniquity is purged. Note, iniquity is another word for our sins. The end result is, the fruit of all is to take away sin. Again, this is done by the fire of afflictions, afflictions being our temptations, trials, and tribulations, at the very least. These three sum up the totality of what is said in the single word, afflictions. To better understand the meaning of affliction, it is synonymous for calamity, sorrow, distress, grief, pain, adversity, misery, wretchedness, misfortune, trouble, hardship. Further, affliction and sorrow are terms of wide and general application. Grief and distress have reference to particular cases. Affliction is the stronger term. The suffering lies deeper in the soul and usually arises from some powerful cause, such as the loss of what is most dear, friends, health, etc. We do not speak of mere sickness or pain as an affliction, though one who suffers from either is said to be afflicted. But deprivations of either kind, such as deafness, blindness, loss of limbs, etc., are called afflictions, showing the term applies particularly to prolonged sources of suffering. Sorrow and grief are much alike in meaning, but grief is the stronger term of the two, usually denoting poignant mental suffering for some definite cause, as grief for the death of a dear friend. Sorrow is more reflective and is tinged with regret, as the misconduct of a child is looked upon with sorrow. Grief is often violent and demonstrative. Sorrow, deep and brooding. Distress implies extreme suffering, either bodily or mental. In its higher stages, it denotes pain of a restless, agitating kind and almost always supposes some struggle of mind or body. Affliction is allayed. Grief subsides. Sorrow is soothed. Distress is mitigated. From Webster's 1913 Revised Unabridged Dictionary of the English Language. That should give all listeners a better understanding of the word affliction. We should also have some greater clarity between other near words that do not properly and correctly describe what is meant when the word affliction is used in writing or speech. We can see this immediately in the definition opening. Affliction and sorrow are terms of wide and general application. Grief and distress have reference to particular cases. Affliction is 
the stronger term. We can thus conclude that affliction is our purifying of the heart, mind, and soul at the very least, like the purifying process of gold is. Therein, what we need to learn from the analogy of fiery molten gold for purification. Now, why is our purification more precious than pure gold that perishes? though it be tried with fire, either though gold be tried with fire, and so is greatly refined, yet it is more precious than that. Or, though faith be tried with the fire of afflictions, yet it is precious and more precious than gold, and it is tried for this purpose, that it might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, who was now in the highest heavens and out of sight, but will appear a second time without sin unto salvation, and every eye shall see him, and when the believer will be found in him, and his faith be found unto praise by him, he will have praise of him himself. It will be said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Quote his faith will be praised for its steadiness and constancy, notwithstanding all persecutions and tribulations, and his good works, the fruits of faith, will be taken notice of by him with commendation. He will be honored by being placed on the right hand of Christ and by being set down with him in his throne and having a crown of righteousness given to him. And he will be glorified both in soul and body. His body will be made like to Christ's glorious body and his soul will have a glory revealed in it and in his whole person he shall appear when Christ does, with him in glory. From the New John Gill's Exposition of the Entire Bible. Though it is tried with fire, this refers to the gold. See the Greek. The meaning is that gold, though it will bear the action of fire, is yet a destructible thing and will not endure forever. It is more desirable to test religion than it is gold, because it is more valuable. It pertains to that which is eternal and indestructible, and it is therefore of more importance to show its true quality and to free it from every improper mixture. We want to note this commentary comment. Though faith be tried with the fire of afflictions, yet it is precious and more precious than gold, and it is tried for this purpose, that it might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. As much as we all hate temptations, trials, tribulations, which are brought in fiery afflictions, 
These are nonetheless issues we all need to go through for the proving of our faith, that our faith be found more precious than gold. The purpose of such afflictions being tried is for this purpose, that it might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Please note, this appearing of Jesus Christ is his second coming on the clouds, as Scripture notes. We should also note, gold, though it will bear the action of fire, is yet a destructible thing and will not endure forever. It is more desirable to test religion than it is gold because it is more valuable. It pertains to that which is eternal and indestructible, and it is therefore of more importance to show its true quality and to free it from every improper mixture. There are two things we want to note. First, it is more desirable to test religion than it is gold because it is more valuable. I do not think that statement needs further clarification. Our religion is more desirable to test for its end result because it is more valuable than gold. Secondly, it pertains to that which is eternal and indestructible, and it is therefore of more importance to show its true quality and to free it from every improper mixture. Notice, we want to free ourselves of every improper mixture, which is all various sins in our lives. We want Christ to see us in our true quality, free from every improper mixture when he returns to take us home eternally. The last two verses tell us why this is all necessary. You have not seen him, but you love him. You do not see him now, but you believe in him, and so you rejoice with an indescribable and glorious joy, because you are attaining the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. From First Peter chapter 1, verses 8 through 9. We who are saved in Christ have never seen him, Jesus Christ, in person, yet we love him. We do not see now either, and yet we believe in him. This is the source of our rejoicing with indescribable and glorious joy. The purpose of all this is that we are attaining the goal of your faith. What is the goal of our faith? The salvation of our souls. Next week, we continue our summer series. Our episode is titled, Tribulation, Make War on the Evil One. Can we really do that?
If that is true, it awakens us to better understand how we can cause Satan some resistance, if such a thing is even possible. Join us next week to find out more. Play or download our episodes from one of our podcast hosts, or follow direct links to these platforms on our website under the podcast menu item. Details follow. All Bible quotes without a citation are from the New English Translation Free Version. We greatly appreciate our audience. We look forward to the return of all our faithful listeners, followers, and new listeners. Thank you all so much. We are very pleased to serve a diverse international audience. Please share our podcast with family, friends, and others you believe would find it a blessing. This study podcast is a wholly self-funded outreach presented by the Church of the Unchurched. Currently, an all-electronic Boston-based outreach uniting the community of lost, searching, lonely, and forgotten in Christ. If you are visiting for the first time, welcome and God bless you. If you are unsaved, we truly hope you find God as well as receiving Him as Lord and Savior of your life. Please find a short link to our episode titled, How to Be Saved, at the bottom of any episode description. To learn more about us and who we are, give our episode titled, Introduction, About Us, Who We Are, a listen. In that episode, you will learn more about us, who we are reaching out to, our mission, vision, ministry, and more. Again, a short link to this episode is found at the bottom of any episode description. Find our website at https colon forward slash forward slash the church of the unchurched dot o r g. Please type the church of the unchurched as a single word with no hyphens in unchurched. Our Bible, tablet, and desktop compliant website has more information, links to many of our podcast platforms under the podcast menu item. We are found on podcast platforms like iTunes, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, and Spotify, to name a few. We refresh all our feeds with every weekly episode upload on Sundays, East Coast Time, USA. These sites update our feed within 24 hours of our refresh. Our RSS feed is syndicated on many popular podcast RSS feed platforms. Find us on a preferred platform to follow us as we continue to grow. Now, to him who is able to strengthen you, to the only wise God, through Jesus Christ, be glory forever. Amen. Until next week, this is Pastor John for the Church of the Unchurched.